TNT Talk College Sports. Welcome, everybody. This is BNT Talk College Sports. I'm your host, Tyler or T. I'm here via Zoom, cross country with B. What's up, Ben? How are you doing? Doing good. I'm glad that we're back to our picks now. I was we, getting really bored. So. The time has come. We can yeah. finally talk college football. We're going to do week one picks and a little bit of analysis. Next week, we will talk a little NFL preview. We'll do an episode on that because the NFL is just an extension of college football. Therefore, it's also talking college sports. Yes, because they all, a lot of them, most of them, they, they in theory, went to college. Yeah. Were they, they students? I don't know. But in theory, they they were they were enrolled, mostly. I think it's not like the NBA where you can skip out on college in particular. Yeah, but yeah. so, but we like NFL, and we will focus more on college football and college sports yeah. as they pertain uh, to our podcast and our theme. But um, we're going to talk a little NFL throughout the season. Nothing too crazy. Um, yeah, it'll be fun. So that'll be next week when Ben's yeah. back in town before the season starts. But season has already started college football week zero. Um, nothing too surprising. Uh, probably the biggest takeaway for me was um, Notre Dame looks pretty good. Sam Hartman in a Notre Dame jersey. Uh, yeah, I think we're gonna have to get used to that because not that they played spectacular. I think they played pretty well. Well, hold on. Let me take that back. They did play spectacular, but it was against. Yeah, I was going to say, they looked really good. I mean, Navy Navy. stinks, though. That team stinks. They're in a rebuilding (laughs) phase, uh, for sure. Yeah, they are. They they always struggle in in the first game of the season. I think they've been outscored in their first game of the season the past few seasons, like. 100 they're, to like 20 or something pretty bad. Yeah, I I think they're definitely very disadvantaged by the fact that the teams they're playing in week zero or week one, whatever their first game is, like have a full month plus to prepare for them. That's not a recipe for success uh, when it comes to any of probably the armed forces, schools, you know, Navy, Army, Air Force. Um playing against a team that's one far more talented than you and two has a month to prepare for you. They're probably not going to not get crushed in many of those games. Yeah, Just the reality. Especially because the Navy, uh, not including the past couple of years, but probably in the, in the 2010s, Navy in particular has been very good, like eight, nine win seasons whatnot but that's a whole other story i agree with you it's just hard being an armed forces school where you're basically having to run the triple option because of your lack of size and let's yep. face it you're not going to the naval academy or the west point and army or the air force academy to go to the nfl there's a no you're there's not. a higher work higher work in store protecting our country and we yep. are very grateful but um, from a college, do you think that? Sorry, go. Sorry, what one thing before we move on? Do you ever like? Do you ever sort of like get a little nervous when you see our armed forces just getting destroyed by Notre Dame? You're like, wait, should Notre Dame be our Navy? Like, uh, should like Sam Hartman be in charge of the Navy? Do you ever have those thoughts, like for the well-being of our our safety here in America? I. <laughs> I will say <laughs> genuinely I don't because because you have to be like under like 64 or at least you used to to be in the navy so that you can fit in the barracks. So Okay. Yeah, sure. you're already again, you're not going to go to the navy for football. You, or aren't there. The naval Air Force and Army Academies are some of the toughest, most prestigious schools to get into mm-hmm. in the country. And because some five-star, 6'6", 350-pound lineman from Alabama who goes to Notre Dame is going up against a 5'10", like, nautical engineer, 
like that it, it doesn't frighten me because i'm sure the knowledge that the knowledge is power i'm that's what i'm trying to say but, it, uh, but i fit. just have i think i might have an issue with the armed forces like let's say army plays notre dame specifically army like i would have an issue with them not winning in the trenches because we need them to win in the trenches you think the army's getting nil money like this is are, are you not patriotic that's no, what no, I, no, 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 we no, are a patriotic did you, podcast. Did you did you catch my play on words? Like we need the army to be winning in the trenches. Oh, literally, literally, like like in in war and on the football field. Anyway, I will uh, say, I, I will say this. trench warfare has not been a thing really since like World War One. So <laughs> that's that, like, you know, I, if, if, so if army's not <laughs> winning in the trenches. I get what you're saying. Okay, you're not totally wrong, but that's like the one percent of your brain that's not logical right now. Yeah, There's no, that's totally fair. All right, picks. Let's move on to picks. Um, Let's do it. There's really nothing. You go first. I want okay. you to go first. Yes, because you need to stop talking. But however, yeah. I can get you to stop talking. Freaking not winning in the trenches. Whatever. Um, I was just going to say the other big storyline, the week zero was probably USC and Caleb Williams, which I would say I loved watching, but I can't because it was the PAC 12 network. It was unaccessible to 99% of America. So um, was but, that your takeaway though? My takeaway is that their defense still sucks and probably even more than we thought, but. Uh, I mean, fair. Um, I guess I'm more concerned we'll with my personal vendetta against Caleb Williams, which is not looking good for me as he passed for almost 300 yards and four touchdowns. So, but yeah. it does look pretty good for both you and me as far as Pac-12 picks. But it's also first yeah. game. You know, you never yeah, know. Yeah. They're still getting warm. Uh, San Jose State actually might be a pretty decent Mountain West school. Um like cool win yeah. six seven eight games so whatever but i will go first cool um in honor of my trip this past week my first pick for week one is going to be the minnesota gophers against nebraska they play thursday night 6 p.m on fox they are projected to win by seven i think they win by 10 I think they keep it pretty close. I think it's a pretty decent Big Ten first game of the year. Uh, it'll at least get us through Thursday, along with that Utah Florida game. I don't. It's not. This is not much of a. I believe in Minnesota, um, which I do. I think they're a decent team. We talked about them in the Big Ten. Um, they'll probably win eight games this year. They're in the Big Ten West. I think Nebraska is just being – it's just really chaotic right now. Now you got um, their new coach, and you're going to have to travel to Minneapolis. I believe this game – just kidding. It's at Huntington Bank Stadium. I couldn't tell you if that's where the Gophers play or not. I believe so. Just kidding. Uh, it is where they play. It's – it's a home game. I was in Wisconsin or Minnesota. I'm going Golden Gophers because they're consistent, reliant. I'm really looking forward to seeing how the Big Ten West matches up. I'm excited to see Nebraska, but I think they still have struggles this year. Yeah, I I, I tend to agree with you. I like the Minnesota pick here too. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, like you said, like. A 10-point win for Minnesota, that feels about right. Because I think this is a Nebraska team that's not going to be embarrassing. Um, but I, I think with Matt Rule there, this is more of a longer-term rebuild after the Scott Frost era that was an utter disaster um, in Lincoln. So, yeah, I also like uh, Minnesota there. Um, I'm looking at these – I just – Dude, I just don't like these games. <laughs> um, but 
I I will go with you know what I like is I haven't like you know I've been thinking about this slate a little bit but I haven't necessarily just been you know sitting there researching things um but with that being said I'm going to go with a Thursday night game as well the other big one that's going on at the same time one that uh, depending on on your budget you may be at um Utah, Florida, Utah's favored by six and a half. I like Utah to cover that spread. Um, that is without the knowledge of Brant Keithy and Cam Rising playing, uh, to which I'll say I don't think it matters. I think playing Florida at home, um, you know, as you were saying, the, the ticket prices are kind of expensive there. Um, it's going to be, you know, a tough atmosphere. I mean, Florida's used to playing in tough tough atmospheres um i i am weirdly from consuming some media i am i i've been very anti-gram merch i'm starting to get not talked into him being like the next bo Nix, michael Penix, but like that idea is like seeming not crazy to me that he could turn it around a new situation especially with Wisconsin under Paul Chris not being a quarterback friendly place. Uh, but this is a Utah team that, in my opinion, even without a quarterback or their top receiver, I just think this is a team that will be able to match up with a Florida team by just being physical and nasty and winning in the trenches and defense. You know, just like the the very stereotypical Kyle Whittingham Utah characteristics that we talk about I think those will be evident and I don't think even without Cam Rising or Brant Keithy in there I think they win this game um like I don't think it's a blowout but I really like the value of six and a half especially if those two do play if they do play I feel very confident they win this game by at least a touchdown so I I like the value there because of the uncertainty with their health um, but I like them either way. So I'm going to go Utah and I say they win by 10 and that, that, that 10 point victory is assuming they don't play. I think they could win by more if they do. I very much agree with you, but I'm going to do the gator chomp on camera. So okay. if you hear, if you hear cl- cl- like clapping, on the audio, it's me doing the Gator Chop because I'm very much rooting for Florida. Um, as a BYU yeah, yeah. fan, I don't see why that's unreasonable. Um, but I very much agree with your analysis. I even about Graham Mertz, I think I actually think he could be pretty decent. Like you said, Wisconsin's not a super quarterback friendly place. I think. I'm trying to think of the last quarterback that actually was decent for them. I mean, Alex Hornerbrook, but I mean, he wasn't. Yeah, but we all know, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's a, yeah. It's very much a system QB. I mean, Russell Wilson, maybe. They're very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but other than I don't that, think I don't think that was under Paul Chris. I don't think Paul Chris really oh, no. had success at quarterback. Like, I'm, yeah, yeah, it's not even Paul Chris. It's just Wisconsin in general, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Is what I I'm guess my point was that. that they I don't think they had really any successful quarterback play under Paul Chris. Oh no. Um, um when they did it was Bielema. And I don't think I don't think you can credit Wisconsin for Russell Wilson being good. He was good and then showed up and yeah. continued to be he was also a transfer from NC State. Yeah, there's exactly there's a lot going there. exactly that's my point. They didn't like create him, they just didn't screw it up. Correct. Which Den- the Denver Broncos can't say the same thing. But, um, yeah, anyway. But, no, I, I, I like that pick, too. I think Vegas might know something that we don't uh, as far as Cam Rising's availability or Brant Keithy. Um, they're two most important offensive weapons. But Kyle Winningham and that Utah defense will always be a thing as long as he's there. Um, yeah. And – we don't know what to expect from Graham Mertz. And if you don't know, if you don't know what to expect, you got to go with what you know. Um, exactly. 
Also, Utah's going to be hungry to prove something. Uh, they haven't won. A, I don't think they've won a Power 5 game that's been outside their conference in like five years, I believe was the stat, or a pretty really? long time. Yeah. Um, so, the, and plus, Utah arguably should have won last year. I think Utah overall was the better team. But the first game of the season, that was our first look at Anthony Richardson. Utah wins that game if Cam Rising doesn't throw that interception at the end on the goal line. Uh, I'm glad glad he did, again, as a BYU fan. But yeah. what I'm trying to get at is Utah, I think, was the better team last year. Um, and – uh, they're they're hungry for a win, so they they win that game eight out of ten times. Yeah, even even in even even I'm um, eight out of ten in Gainesville. That's what I'm going at. Yeah, 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 but, exactly. And I think the revenge factor there is going to be real as well. So, sweet. Cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go like a little funky here. Mm-hmm. This is purely based off one interview I saw on Twitter. But the Battle of the Miamis, Friday night, <laughs> someone asked the quarterback for Miami, Ohio. I think it's Blaine Gabbert's brother, right? I, I was about to say, I couldn't tell you his name, but Gabbert does sound. I think it was Gabbert. Familiar. I could be wrong. Um, Let me. I think I can confirm this very quick. Um, okay, I, I cannot. That cannot. Sorry. Um, but anyway, the Red Hawks. Yes, it, I can. He, he's on that team. So whether it was him or not, I believe he is the quarterback. Okay. Well, I believe it was him that said this. I believe it was quarterback. I think so. I agree. They asked, I him, agree. They asked him who who the real Miami is, and he said essentially along the lines of "It's us, and we're going to show them Friday night." And I got chills, Ben. Ben, I got chills. That guy has you. You do an ultrasound or an X-ray of him, and you see a dog in there because he's just got that dog in him. Also, yeah. kind of relating to my last pick, I think it's more. I'm anti Miami. I don't think they're quite as good as they're out to be. I still think the Hurricanes win this game. But the spread is 16 and a half. I think Miami, Ohio keeps it close. Um, mm-hmm. Close as in they are within striking distance the whole game. Miami goes up by two scores late. They're, gotcha. Mi- Miami, Ohio is within a score basically the whole game. And then the Hurricanes put it away because obviously Miami, if you're taking ACC versus MAC, it's, it's hard. Um, it's hard to not take the ACC here, especially because it's not like a Boston College, Georgia Tech kind of ACC team. I expect Miami to be bull eligible at least, uh, but Miami, Ohio, I it gave me chills, Ben. So there's a gut yeah. instinct, emotional pick. I'm taking Miami, Ohio plus 16 and a half over the Hurricanes. And we'll see. We'll I would agree. And before, real quick, I was just going to say, we'll see if Tyler Van Dyke has that dog in him, too. Yeah. I expect Miami to have somewhat of a bounce-back season. That doesn't mean that they're good. It just means that they're not as bad as last year. Um, I think it's hard to imagine them being as bad as they were last year. It's just how much better will they be? Will they be legitimately good or just not as bad? Um, But either way, I do like that pick. Um, if nothing else, just for being fun, I could totally see like Miami, like the university of Miami in the city of Miami winning by just like two touchdowns and you get the cover or there's like a backdoor cover of some sort of Miami, Ohio. So I like that. I could see that. Um, I think with my second pick, I'm going to go with, Hmm. There's a lot of ones I'm starting to like now that I look through this. I'm going to go with where 
another Thursday night game. NC State versus UConn at UConn. I like UConn plus 14 and a half here. I'm a big believer in NC State, um, specifically because of the defense that they have combined with Robert and I and Brennan Armstrong. But I do think it'll take a bit at the beginning for Armstrong and Anai to be on the same page with the rest of the team. Because uh, the air raid that Robert and I runs is a very unique system. I also think UConn's low-key going to be kind of electric. Uh, I think they're sort of on the up. And I think their fans like are starting to care a little bit more. I saw that I believe that they have a decent turnout for this game. So I think UConn can like make it a little scary, like you know, make it uh, bumpy, turbulent for NC State. I still expect NC State to win, probably by like ten, but I'm gonna say UConn plus fourteen and a half. I think that's a big spread um, because over fourteen and a half is is a three possession game. I think I think UConn's able to sneak, you know, within two possessions. I, I'm curious to see how that goes because my gut, yeah, my natural instinct is to think of UConn football and just to think of them being terrible and horrible and yeah. not even competitive, like very much, very much a, a struggling program. But I really like the points you made. I'm also curious to see how NC State looks because I very much, I very much um, am a Wolfpack believer this year. Yeah, and I think they can really make some noise in the ACC. Um, so uh, we'll move on. This will be my third pick. I'm just going to go the Battle of the Carolinas, um, College Game Day. UNC's favored by two and a half. Um, I. Love South Carolina. Love, love, love South Carolina in this game. Um, I know you're a huge fan of Mac Brown. So um I know you absolutely love and adore him. And uh so you're you're also probably rooting for or you're probably rooting for North Carolina because of him solely. Um Oh, I'm a big Spencer Rattler believer. I'm also a big South Carolina can do well in the SEC East and really compete um, with Georgia and Tennessee this year. Uh, North Carolina will have a really explosive offense with Drake May. Um, we'll, and he'll likely put up Heisman-esque numbers this year. Um, but similar to USC, defense, 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 except I would take USC's defense every day over North Carolina's defense. Um and South Carolina's hot. I think they're a sexy pick. And so uh-huh. I'm really excited. That it's going to be a real college football feel, the Duke Duke's Mayo Classic. I'm taking South Carolina and a pretty comfortable win of, like, two possessions, like uh, 34 to 21. I don't think Vegas has it right. I think um, South Carolina wins this one. Might be close in the first half. I think second half they pull away. And Spencer Rattler, like he did at the end of last season where he had a really good last three games, I think that continues. Mm-hmm. And they they just prove that the Gamecocks are not to be messed around with. And it's going to be a wake-up call for UNC and ACC people of – Maybe UNC's defense is not quite as good as they think. So, yeah, I'm taking South Carolina plus two and a half. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. South Carolina's got the better coach. Um, they were hot at the end of last year. When you look at North Carolina, the defense is a major problem with Gene Chizik as the defensive coordinator there. And when you look at UNC, especially they lost their offensive coordinator, Phil Longo, who is now – Oh, at Wisconsin under Luke Fickle with Tanner Mordecai there. I love that team, um, that situation up in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, but, yeah, I feel like UNC, 
you're like like Drake May's great, right? Like he's a very good quarterback amongst the best in college football. With UNC, you're like, oh, they got Drake May. And that's it. Like, <laughs> like I don't like they've got they've got talent, but you know what Mac Brown did at the end of his time at like like Mac Brown's like three hundred years old. He doesn't really pull the strings there. He's not really doing anything. He just sort of is like a walking corpse on the sideline. Um, they're just not. I just think I think this could be a very mediocre year for them where Drake May is really good, um, but they're not. I could see it being like, you know how Sam Howell's last year was. I could totally see that because Sam Howell was expected to be like a top 10 pick along with uh, yours truly, Spencer Rattler, um, in that draft, uh, the year that they were, I think, juniors. Um, Sam Howell may have been senior, but my point's the same. I think they win, you know, eight games this year. I think the South Carolina team probably wins around eight games this year, but oh, eight wins in the SEC, eight wins in the ACC are not equal. I think South Carolina's a better team, and I think they show that here. So I'll, I'll move on to my third pick here. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Sunday night, uh, how we've got LSU versus Florida State. This is probably the best game of the week. Uh, I'm going to go with LSU minus two and a half. I'm kind of confused that it's this that's this close. I do think Florida State's really good. I do. Um, but I think LSU wins by maybe a touchdown. They're missing one of their best defensive linemen, uh, though, Mason Smith. Uh, due to improper benefits, which uh didn't know that was a thing that you could get improper benefits. It's basically we're punishing you for getting NIL when NIL is legal. So that's stupid. Um, but anyway, the NCAA doesn't have anything better to do than to punish people for things that were rules that are no longer rules. So good for them. Um, yeah, by like LSU. Florida State's a good team, but I think LSU just has an advantage in terms of talent, size. I probably like the quarterback a little bit more. I trust Brian Kelly a little bit more. Um, I think it's a very good game. I could see it being a three-point game, but three points is more than two and a half. I'll say LSU wins this game by a field goal. There's also the revenge factor into it as well. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, Florida State won last year. LSU scored as the time hit zero, scored a buzzer beater, but then extra point gets blocked and Florida State wins. And yeah, so I think LSU's hungry. I also don't think Florida State is super great. I'm not close to the idea that they're good, but I haven't seen them be good. Um, I hear all this hype. I feel pretty similarly to Texas A&M. When I think of Florida State. Oh, I, uh, okay. Explain. I, that feels unfair. You no, know, I, I think, and it's a pretty extreme comparison. I think you're, you're bad until you're proven good. And Florida State, unlike A&M, at least made a bowl game um, last year. And AM did not. Um, but if we're saying if we're saying the same thing, SEC wins are different than ACC wins. I just don't I just don't think Florida, Florida State did not impress me last year enough to receive the hype that they're getting right now. Again, that's why I said I'm not close to the idea that they could be good, but I think LSU proved to be a good team. Um, they had a pretty good shot last year to make the the college football playoff. Um, in fact, if they if that extra point doesn't get blocked, who knows? Um, mm-hmm. what could have happened? But eight. I know preseason rankings are a little crazy, but if Florida State was like twenty to twenty five, and that was the spread, two and a half, then I'm like. Okay, I don't know. I just, I just think they're getting way too much hype. They're getting way too much hype. I think you're, 
you're sort of implying they weren't good last year. I mean, were they not though? I mean, they weren't. They weren't really all that great. They won ten games. Yeah, but I mean, and, and brought back like their quarterback, a lot of like Jared Verse, one of their best defensive linemen. They brought in some transfers, like. Like, I'm not saying, like, this is one of those things that could totally be, like, they won – the 10th game was a bowl game, so I'll say that. The 10th game, well, they went 9-3, and three, won the 10th via bowl game over Oklahoma. Um, but, you know, maybe they just win eight or nine games again. But I do think that – um, I, thought, I, I, I just think the Texas A&M thing – is 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 a little too far. Well, I'm saying I'm not saying they are AM. I'm saying AM gets a lot of hype every year. Uh-huh. And it's like, well, let's let's see it. Yeah. And now and so I'm saying it's similar. I say yeah. I could say it's okay. an extreme comparison. Okay. I just look at them last year. Whenever Florida State played a good team, they didn't win. That's fair. Uh they, yeah. They beat, they, I think, they beat I think... the games they were supposed to be even even the the LSU game, I look at that as a fluke last yeah. year. Yeah. And so that's why that's why I said what I said. Yeah. And I'm not Okay, I'm not, fair enough. And I'm not I'm not I'm not upset at that. I'm proud of me. Okay. Okay. No, you know? no, so, I, I I I respect the I respect the take. Um I do think that I do agree with you in the fact that I think they're going to have to prove like they're getting lumped into like them and Clemson. And like if you look at the production and everything, I think it's fair to go like if there is a big challenger to Clemson, it's probably Florida State. But I do think they've got to earn this year the we're on the same level as Clemson again, like we were 10 years ago. Yeah, I do think they have to go out there and earn that. I think like if in my scenario where I had LSU winning by three. I think I think then we're like okay, Florida State's legit. But L- if LSU goes out and wins by a wide margin, I think, I think you're, I, I think what you're saying is has is correct. You know what I mean? But I think a close loss to LSU means that they're they are meeting somewhat the height. And and I'm open to that. Okay. But if we're talking straight, but I'm we're talking prediction right now. I'm going yeah, yeah, yeah. off last year, right? Okay, cool. I would, I would take LSU minus thirteen. I would take like a fourteen mm. point win, like that. That's, okay. that's how I'm feeling. And if Florida State comes out and loses by three, loses mm. a tight game, I'm willing yeah. to bite the bullet, or I'm I'm, I'm willing cool. to take the criticism. But that to your point, they haven't proved it to me. I think they haven't proved it to a lot of America. Okay. Um, I don't think they have a great ranking, especially cool. based on last year. So okay. but I'm with you there. I, I like that pick, and that's gonna be a fun game. Agree to disagree, which is fun. I, yeah, I'm, I'm excited that we're at the point now where we can disagree about something and there'll actually be a verdict to it again. Instead yeah. of us just arguing about something that we won't have a verdict to for months. So, right. okay. Um, you know, I'm looking at the schedule, and this game actually I think will be so darn entertaining. I sound like an old man. So darn entertaining. Um, very, It's very much a sleeper game as far as entertainment, as far as talent, as far as potential – G5 representation come New Year's Day. South I know what you're Alabama going with. Plays oh. Tulane. South Alabama plays Tulane. Tulane's favored by six and a half. Tulane has a preseason ranking. I don't think that's ever happened in our lifetime. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was at least my favorite bowl game by far was USC Tulane. Tulane has this comeback in the fourth quarter. I, it was awesome. I loved it. Um, they finished, I think it was 12 and two. No. Yes. Yeah. Because they played in the conference championship game. 
they finished 12 and 2. Um, yeah. South Alabama finished 10 and 3. And there's some preseason uh, picks that South Alabama will finish the year in the top 25. And just even looking at this game and um, just researching it briefly, because I'm not going to sit here and tell you or Max like I have been dissecting the South Alabama Jaguars roster and Tulane and, but they both return a lot of production. Um, and they both for group of five teams ranks pretty high as far as offense and defense. Um, for example, South Alabama was 26 in their defense. They gave up 21 points a game. Tulane showed, again, going back to USC's defense, um, so it might not be as impressive when you look at it, but they put up 46 on USC, and they averaged 36 a game, which put them at 19. So you're having a 19th-ranked offense from last year going up against a 26th-ranked defense last year. Two smaller group of five schools. I think this game is going to be super entertaining and could very much be – the winner could very much represent at the end of the year um, the G5 school on New Year's Day. Um, I do like Tulane, though, in this. It's my six and a half. I think Tulane wins by seven to eight points. I think it's one possession. Um, I think people are very high on Tulane because of that really crazy game last year against USC. I think they're going to get a little bit of an awakening or a little bit of a reality check. But at the same time, I think they have they do have something to prove, and they are a program on the rise because, again, I can't remember last time Tulane was preseason ranked. I'm taking Tulane yeah. close one, but they cover. Tulane plus six and cool. a half. Awesome. Um, so you said are, are you going with – you said Tulane the close one. Is it Tulane covering the spread that you're going uh, with? Tulane covers – Tulane plus okay. six and a half. Or excuse me, minus six and a half. But but it's probably but maybe like a seven to ten point game instead of like a blowout. Yeah, I yeah, I think it's gonna be okay. really close, cool. and I think I'm gonna cool. be biting my fingernails um, as South Alabama okay. tries to, tries to tie the game in the fourth quarter, down one possession. Yeah. But cool, I'm taking, I'm taking the green wave. I'm riding I'm riding the green wave, man. Cool. I like it. Um, where I thought you were going with this when you were talking about like a potential G5 team that is going to make noise this year, um, you discussed two, but I think I'm going to discuss the other one. And these are probably the best ones. I'm going with UTSA minus one and a half at Houston. I kind of think Houston's sort of a bottom tier Big 12 team this year especially after losing Clayton Toon, who might be the starting quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals week one, by the way. Um, But it's at Houston, which I think makes this way closer. Um, So I like the value of UTSA minus one and a half. I think it's a good game because I don't think Houston's a slouch, but I do think they're a bottom tier Big 12 team. And I think UTSA is one of the best G5s in the country, if not the best. I think them in Tulane probably are fighting for that crown. So I'm going to go with UTSA, minus one and a half. I say they win by a touchdown here. Meep, meep, Roadrunners. I really like that. Yep. Um, Especially they're on the rise. These past yeah, few they years, they've been, they've been a very solid and respectable football program. And so – and they lost a very close game last year to Houston. So revenge yep. factor in week one is a very Love real it. thing. And I'm banking on it a lot this this weekend. Uh, my mm-hmm. final 
pick is one I really like as well. Uh, Coastal Carolina against UCLA. UCLA's favorite uh-huh. 14 and a half. I think Coastal covers. I think UCLA walks out with the win. Coastal Carolina has McCall back, um, who was a pretty sought-out transfer when he entered his name in the portal. But uh, that run pass option, that RPO, that Coastal Carolina is pretty deadly. Um, I think UCLA, they're not going to have DTR, um, who was a fifth or sixth or eighth or nine-year senior, seemed like. Um, yeah. There. Um, but they're they're going to go through a little bit of a transition, but I think UCLA um, will be able to hold their own. And mm. they are, I think, a better program than people think. They're very much middle Pac-12, but that's not bad. I think middle yeah. Pac-12 is better than this Coastal Carolina team. So – I'm I'm riding the group of fives this weekend. I think UCLA wins, but Coastal Carolina, I'm taking them to cover plus 14 and a half. Mm-hmm. A couple of things I think are interesting about this game is that the starting quarterback is Ethan Garbers, who was a transfer from Washington a few years ago. Um, I think he's either like a Jew. I think he might be a junior now for them. And it, it was him who won out the job over Dante Moore. Uh, which I think is interesting because I think when we did our preseason predictions, we were figuring that Dante Moore would win that competition. Whereas we thought the five-star freshman Jaden Rashada would get beat out by Drew Pine at Arizona state. And that didn't happen the way we thought it would. Jaden Rashada is the start of Drew Pine's the backup. But if we know anything about Drew Pine, he loves starting the season as a backup and then becoming the starter like a few weeks in. So, um, but anything, I think something that I thought was uh, relevant, um, not to disprove you in any way, but they do have a coaching change at Coastal Carolina. So I think that is uh, significant, potentially. Um, their head coach is now at Liberty, along with the offensive coordinator they had. So I can't tell you what offense they're going to run. I think it would be within their best interest to run what they've been running because it's been working. I do trust Grayson McCall, though, and I think I do agree with you that I like Coastal plus 14 and a half. It's 14 and a half, right? Yeah. Okay, even if it's just to lose by 14, I do um, like that, but I think I'd feel more uh, confident if Chadwell were still the head coach and they still had their offensive coordinator and they weren't at Liberty but I still like it. I really can't imagine they don't at least run a little RPO with Grayson. Yeah, yeah. That's his bread and butter. But yeah. fair point. I, I, I did forget about that. That Yeah. Uh, just, just, something, just something to look out for. Yeah, 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 no, for sure. For sure. So yeah. that is you, – you still have one more pick? I do. Um, hmm. Okay. I got to go with this one. Uh, there's two that I like, but I feel more sure about this one. I'm going Clemson minus 13 uh, over Duke. I do like Duke. I think they've got a good roster. I think Riley Leonard's a good quarterback. I think Mike Elko is a good coach, and he sets them up to be a perennial 6-9 to nine win team every year but with that being said i think we need to pump the brakes a little bit on duke uh because i was just like watching college game day this past saturday and they were like riley leonard potential heisman candidate i'm like come on guys come on (laughs) um and i think cade clubnick clubnick along with garrett riley who's the oc of tcu that helped lead them to the national championship I think that's a upgrade over Brandon Streeter, who was their offensive coordinator last year. I think Clemson needed some new blood in terms of um, like coaching staff, like some new ideas. Um, and they've got their five-star quarterback. I mean, they had their five-star quarterback before, but a new five-star who gives us a little more hope there. I think Clemson, they've just got talent and athletes that Duke does not. 
And although I think Duke's going to be a solid program, and I think they're going to have a decent team this year, I think we're getting a little too excited. I think Clemson could win this by by 20 points. I could see like 34-14 or something like that. Um, so, yeah, I like, I like Clemson there. Um, I was deciding this does not count, but I was kind of liking Colorado plus points against TCU, not because I like Colorado, but just because that's such a big number and they do have young talent with like Travis Hunter, Cormani, McLean, Shitter, Shitter. I, 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 that's how I say it. Shitter, Sanders. Um, so there's talent there, but I know what I'm getting with Clemson more than I know what I'm getting with Colorado. So Colorado would have been a little more fun, but I'm not messing around this year because you embarrassed me in these picks. So I'm going Clemson because I feel more sure about that. That is that is fair. I I I had a pretty solid I had a pretty solid outing this past year on you. Um, yeah. Let me see if I can find them. Um, I ended up winning. We I we stopped. I think week twelve. Um, because we also had a bye week last year. Oh yeah. Um. I ended up – it's a little, little closer. I had 30 correct picks, and you had 27. Okay. Um, But I, w- I always had the lead on you. Yeah. You're always playing catch-up. You're yeah. in a new year, new Ben. Um, I like your – I had some bad beats. I'm sure you did too, but I had some brutal bad beats. I forgot which ones. Oh, Was, was it Washington State? Oregon. Remember when I was yelling about one? Yeah. Where there was like a like they were about to score and they threw like a ninety-five yard pick six or something stupid like that. Yeah, it was very much an or it was a very good good win for me. Oregon, Washington State. <laughs> it was right after it was right after Oregon beat BYU pretty bad. Yeah. And, uh and they looked like they weren't even gonna win the game. And then they took a late lead, and then I believe it was a scoop and score. Maybe it was a yeah. Like, it was something weird. And some kind of last that, second, last minute score to yeah. Um, yeah. So you yeah. had some bad luck. Maybe you'll have better luck this year, or maybe it just keeps riding with me. Or maybe it's not luck. Maybe maybe if it if it's bad again this year, and I have quote unquote bad luck again, I will just I will just own that i'm just bad at this but yeah i i had to because of this and you know uh with my competitive spirit um although it would have been fun to go oh i think colorado will lose by 17 and not 21 i don't really want to mess around with that because i don't feel that confident about that well whereas i do we're talking about purely speculation colorado is everything or is nothing but speculation. Yes, yeah, they're they're yeah. they're such an unknown, and I'm not saying they're going to be good. That's just such a big number um, for a TCU team that I also don't know is going to be that good. I think TCU will win like eight games, and I think Colorado will win like three or four. Um, so that's why I kind of liked Colorado losing by 17 and not 21. Um, but yeah, couldn't go with that. I feel so confident that Clemson will beat Duke substantially. So I had to go with that. Yeah, I, I like that pick. I also like Klubnik a lot. Um, yeah, I, I think they'll – Breath of fresh I've, air for Clemson yep. fans and DJU. Yep. Um, some other notable games. UVA will play against Tennessee. I thought Tennessee you said Tennessee. notable games. I did. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's worth mentioning. Um, that's I'm, just I'm, worth I'm, mentioning. Yeah, um, no, I'm being mean. I'm being mean about UVA football. I need them to play because I've just felt so pessimistic about them for the past, like, 10 months. <laughs> so I hope they can show me something. Even if it's not a win, just be competitive yeah, somewhat. Um, same vibes. Ohio State plays Indiana. Uh, yeah. probably, probably the one game that we could have picked as far as a pick that uh, could be close, Boise State and Washington. Washington's yeah, that was one and a half. Yep. I expect Washington to cover. Um I would have had Boise State there actually, but I don't feel that confident about that. That's why I didn't go there. 
But that's yeah. a fun one. I could see Boise State making it close. I could see it. I could see it, but again, it's in it's in it's possible. It's in the realm of yeah, possibility. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it, um, it can technically happen. It technically could happen. Um and then really the only other one, West Virginia, Penn State. Again, I don't think Penn State's favored by twenty and a half. Yeah. Maybe if this were like five years ago, then this might be game day. Um, yeah. But we've talked plenty about West Virginia. I'm sure we'll talk plenty more um, about both these teams. Um, I think Penn State, yeah. this is the year they I take- think they're extra good. Yeah. I, I tend to think they're a little better than, than the normal – than the average year, and I think West Virginia is a little worse than the average year. I throw that less into the Boise State Washington category, and I think this is going to end up being more like Ohio State, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia. Uh, that's that's speculation from my side, but yeah. But that's what's great about preseason is that it's all speculation. But like you said, we can finally have a definitive answer for these. So yeah, we for sure. See, and we shall. Let you guys go, right? Anything else? Yeah. No, I think we got it. Man, I am bouncing up and down with joy right now. I'm super pumped for this year of college football. Week one's finally here. BYU starts off against Sam Houston State. Um, I expect that to be a win. We'll be attending that game. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll see our hometown team and how our school does and yep. yeah all right let's uh till next time <laughs>